Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Grow Thoughts, the place where I share the thoughts that I that happen in my head as I grow, both in my personal life and in my business. This is a real and raw podcast, nothing edited, nothing crazy, just me talking and sharing what actually goes on as I grow since I've been growing at hyper speeds lately. So that is what this podcast is about. Now, before I continue, I did want to briefly remind you that if you want to make sure you don't miss another episode, to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Wherever you're listening to this, hit subscribe to make sure that you don't miss another episode. I put these out randomly as I feel like sharing. And so that's how we do it around here. Now, I wanted to talk about how backwards it feel growing sometimes. I feel like for me, and this might be true for you too, there's like two branches of coaches that I really, really followed in the beginning of my journey. One side was the business coaches or the business experts, the people that tell you how to grow your business. So people that say, you know, you need to use this funnel, you need to use such and such graphics, you need to post at such and such time, such and such amounts, this social media is better, this algorithm is better, like that type of coaching, as well as the manifestation type of coaching. So the people that say you attract what you believe in, you need to um, write down, set your intention, and then trust that it's coming to you, law of vibration, that type of stuff. Where I am right now is I'm definitely leaning more towards the manifestation side of things because I've realized that with the manifestation you can manifest whatever you desire and in whatever way best feels aligned to you versus the business side of things. It's like you have to do it this way. Otherwise, it won't work. Right. And in my coaching, I usually marry the two. So. And okay, let's be clear. (laughs) When I say marry the two, I never go into you have to do anything. You do not have to do anything. Um, But yeah, I sometimes add some business coaching to the manifestation and stuff like that. So what do I mean by feels backwards growing? Let me give an example of some thoughts that's been going on in my mind recently. So yesterday, I didn't get, I didn't do too much. I spent the morning playing The Sims. Then I went for a drive to go see. We have this party technically twice a year, but it hasn't happened in three years due to the pandemic. And it's called Kaya Kaya, and it's in the center of Otrobanda, which is in Willemstad, which is one of the sides of our capital. And Kyrsa has this historical world heritage, like UNESCO World Heritage capital that's like beautiful with all these colors and stuff. Well, this party happens in town. It's like a block party, huge block party. (laughs) 
and they do all these murals and beautiful paintings and stuff the type of stuff you see in my pictures on my site and everywhere <laughs> so um i went around and drove to see what new murals were going up and what they're doing for the party that's coming up soon it's happening this week so i did that then i was with my man my boyfriend and when we were coming back home he was like want to go to the west side to see the sunset later now the west side is an hour away from my house and it's where you can see the sunset it's beautiful at the beach i love it um in west bend so he was like you want to do that i was like yeah let's do it so basically i didn't do all that much yesterday right and so when i was trying to sleep i was having a hard time sleeping then the cat was outside and the dogs were barking at the cat so we had to wake up and like rescue the cat and all that stuff <laughs> that made it even harder to sleep and i didn't actually fall asleep until 4 a.m this morning <laughs> so i said if i sound a little bit groggy that's why but anyway i when i was in bed you know i was kind of having a hard time i was like I'm not falling asleep, which means today's gonna be more of a slow day, which means not much done, which means that this whole week I didn't do anything, and that means that I'm not gonna hit my goals this month, and that means that I won't be able to pay for one of the coaching things that I want to sign up for. Like, my mind was definitely spiraling. And as it was spiraling, I, I kind of find it interesting because once my mind is spiraling, I can bring my awareness to it, right? I can bring, I can allow my ego to spiral and bring awareness to it and be that watcher of the spiral. <laughs> and so that's what I was doing. And then all of a sudden it hit me. I'm acting as if this is the most unproductive week of my life. That's how my ego is making it sound like. But this is the week that I wrote almost four chapters of my book. I started a book this week, started a book this week, which is a huge deal. I've been wanting to write a book for over 10 years. Um, so that is a huge, huge deal, right? And I did some other things as well along the way. But the most important thing is I started a book. <laughs> And I'm like, why do I feel so unproductive and so bleh about my week in regards to business when I've been having the time of my life and I started a book? So I've been, I was wondering about that. I knew it had something to do with hard work when it comes to me because I've been deconditioning from I have to work hard in order to succeed. Then... I was like playing games on my phone. I was like, let me add some music to the mix. When I got on Spotify, I found a podcast from Catherine Zinkina, aka Manifestation Babe. Um, and it's the Manifestation Babe podcast. And so she, all of a sudden, this podcast showed up and I wanted to click on it because I'm subscribed to a bunch of podcasts, but I don't actually listen to them, to be honest. So. <laughs> This one popped up and I felt like I had to 
listen to it. I don't remember what the um, what the title was, but it was released on August 9th that I remember. It's like her latest podcast episode up until last night. Um, <laughs> so I listened to it and she was talking about manifesting and how she doesn't feel any different now that she has millions versus when she was broke living on her grandma's couch. And that hit me hard. It's actually not the first time that I've heard her say that, but this time it it felt different. It hit differently. And it was, oh, I thought that being at the position that I'm at was gonna feel different. I thought that getting clients consistently, which is what I'm experiencing in my reality right now, would make me feel some kind of different. I thought that having more money in the bank, which is what my reality is right now, would make me feel some kind of different. I thought that starting my book would make me feel some kind of different. And though I'm excited every time one of these things happens, though I'm very extremely grateful for all of these things, it also feels normal. And it's a bit disappointing, to be honest. It feels a bit weird. And when she was talking, it was like my thoughts mixed with her thoughts made me realize this, is that actually what you see in your reality is nothing. It's about the journey to get there and how you feel along the way that attracts that thing to you. I remember, I think it was December of 2020. It might be 2021. I don't remember which one. But I was talking to a friend, and I know it was December, but I think it was 2020. Anyway, I was talking to a friend, and I was telling her, for the first time in my life, I don't feel like I need anything anymore. Like, I'm good. A lot of, for a lot of years, a really, really long time, I wanted clients, and I wanted my business to succeed, and I wanted um, to lose weight, and I wanted to... Um, get my own place and I wanted to get married and I wanted all these things but if I look at it closely now or even back then in December 2020 was I wanted those things for all the wrong reasons to be honest I wanted them to escape my current reality I wanted money so I can escape. I wanted to travel so I can escape. I wanted to get married so I can escape. All of it was just me trying to escape and me worrying about other people's opinions of me. Because at that time, my worth came from other people's opinions. So if they said, oh my God, Shadia is so smart and so successful, that meant that I was smart and successful. If they were wondering, what are you doing with this business thing? It's not really working out. Why are you doing it? That meant I was worthless. And so I came to this place eventually after doing a ton of breath work of 
self-exploration, self-mastery, inner healing, that type of stuff, that I realized that I actually don't need any of these things anymore. I don't need it. Doesn't mean I don't want it and I desire it and that I can have it, but I don't need it. And if that was the start of me starting to manifest things and manifest things faster. Now, as I continued down this path, there was another element to that that I had to add to the mix, right? So it was, I don't need anything. I'm good. I'm abundant right here, right now. But also I had to learn to at the same time set intentions and kind of be detached from those intentions in the sense of I already have it, like being in that space of it's already done. And that was a really hard thing for me to experience because in my space of trusting others above myself, I had heard the idea of act as if it's already done, you know, invest as if you already have all the money, do things as if you're already okay. And I did those things not from my desires, not from my place of groundedness, but more so because somebody else told me to. And I wanted to succeed and I wanted to escape. So if you tell me that if I do this one thing, which is act as if I already have all the money and just spend all my money, then that's going to help me escape. Sure, let's do it. Right. But it was coming from such a victim mindset. By the way, I have in my Soulful Coaching Business Tools, which is a freebie on my site, you can find this masterclass I did that's really, really impactful on the different levels of consciousness where we go from starting from the victim of consciousness and coming to the energy of choice. The masterclass itself is called the energy of choice. And so I had to learn the energy of choice, right? When I say, hey, I was in a very grateful, abundant place in 2020, that was great. And I was, you know, being taken care of, but I also had to learn the energy of choice, which is something I teach in that masterclass you can access for free. And so... That is where I started balancing things and learning how to do both, right? Staying in that energy of I'm good, I have it all, it's already done. And at the same time, having the intentions of what is already done, you know? So that's the space and the balance that I've been able to find. But here's the thing. When I'm right now acting as if my future intention is already done, I'm vibrating at that level. I'm acting that way. I'm feeling that way. So when the thing actually comes in my hands, in my reality, it, it doesn't feel like anything special. It just feels like, very excited, but also not surprised. And I thought, right, I thought for a really long time 
that I would feel like, oh my God, I never thought this was going to happen. Oh wow, this is amazing. And that's not how it feels like to me, right? And so I wanted to share that because it is a backwards way of growing. It is a way of feeling into it and being there and having it before you actually can hold it in your hands. And holding that intention while you're going through the void. Because there's three parts to manifestation. There's two parts that we all agree on. And by the way, I go in depth on this as well in the Energy of Choice Masterclass. The first step is you got to set an intention. And the third step is you receive it. Great. One of those two. Those two things every manifestation teacher, every person out there agrees on. But in the middle, that's step number two. That is technically something everyone agrees on as well. But there's a lot of mumble jumble on how it needs to be done. And that is you are in a void, right? There is a bridge between where you are setting an intention and where you are receiving that intention. And that bridging or being in that void, that not everybody agrees on. And the way that I've seen it done, like the way that I've seen it done by people that I've learned from that worked for me was to completely release the how and trust that it's going to come. And that's how it happened with my book. Now, I'm not going to say my book is fully written because it's not. It has three completed chapter and one and the fourth one is almost completed, right? But I held on to the idea of writing a book for over 10 years. It wasn't an intention, none of that, right? Late July, I set the intention that I'm going to be writing my book. I joined this cohort of accountability where everyone will be writing their book in 90 days. And so the cohort is going, they have, you know, weekly goals and weekly plans and stuff, but I did not feel like that's the way for me to go. So I just sat with it. I set the intention that I'm going to be writing a book and I sat with it. I was talking about it with my boyfriend. I talked about it with my best friend. I talked about it with some clients one of which graciously said she's going to read it over and proof it for me. But it was just there, just an idea, no, nothing. While I was in that void, holding on to that intention and trusting that I'm already the person that has a book written, There was no signs. There was nothing saying Shady is going to be an author. I had no idea on how to get started. There was, and not that I didn't have guidance on how to get started. The guidance just didn't feel like, oh, let's sit down and write all these things that I want to, you know, this map out all the chapters and that type of stuff. That didn't feel good. And then all of a sudden on Monday, My coach was talking about how she went through a similar process of writing her book where, you know, she wanted to do it for a really long time. And then all of a sudden an opportunity came to be part of a multi-author book and she um, jumped on it. 
she sat with the idea and then a a day before she had to submit her chapter all of a sudden she got a download on how it had to be and it was different than what she thought she was going to write about and it was way more vulnerable but she went with it and as she was talking all of a sudden it came to me how to start the first chapter or how to start writing and it was a combination of everything else that happened because i bought a course from janet brand um, who is a book doula and i only watched the first training and a little bit of the second training but i it didn't feel like i wanted to watch more it was great it is great but it felt like that's all that i needed at that time and i'll probably go back to it at some point but something that she said in there was you can channel your book meaning you can ask questions and then trust that the universe will answer and so i started with what what needs to come into this book and some things came to mind i wrote them down in a google doc and then the first chapter just jumped off jumped off that page of this is where i need to start and I just started writing and started writing and it just continued on because it's an autobiography of me. Obviously, if it's auto, it's mine. Gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm writing an autobiography and I'm telling my story while also teaching some things in there. And I don't want it to be a self-help book because those bore the heck out of me. Um, so I'm telling stories. But the stories continue, you know, it's my life, I'm telling a story. And so the, the chapters are coming pretty easily because one thing leads into the other, right? And that's just magic, but it's also not what anybody that talks about writing a book told me about. I never heard anyone writing a book this way. So that is being in the void right and when you're in the void you know before i started actually writing something and technically i'm still somewhat in the void because i wrote on monday and tuesday and i haven't written since and it's thursday and i'm like uh what's gonna happen now you know <laughs> but i trust i trust fully that this book is gonna get written and that it's gonna be amazing and so and that's the beauty of it all. And that's the backwards <laughs> way of manifesting and growing, really. It's not backwards when it comes to manifestation because everybody talks about manifestation that way. But it is backwards when it comes to growing because I always felt like, ooh, I can be like, you know, this little weak person that doesn't have anything. And then I take all this action and all of a sudden things work out. And it never worked that way for me and it never works that way for my clients and i don't really think it works that way for a lot of people because a lot of people that end up taking all this action based on strategy usually the tipping point for them is they start really really believing that it's going to work which is exactly what i just said right like some people believe in other people you know they believe that such and such great name business expert has the answer and they can truly, truly, truly believe 
that if they apply all these things is going to work and from that belief then they obviously manifest because they are coming from that space that it is already done and i had a hard time with that because uh, i suck at taking action at things that do not feel good to me <laughs> i really suck at that so that is what it's like and then the last example that I'll give as well, though I won't, though I'm not ready to give details yet, is the legacy program. I've been talking about that and hinting it. I knew it was going to be a thing. I started at $37. I said, whoever wants to join this, all I can say it's going to be a legacy program. And that's it. Um, and then it continued going up as I released more information, as I knew the information. And last night, in my moment of, oh my God, I can't do this, I'm so unproductive, and blah, 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 blah. In my moment of that, I also got the, another clue, another guidance, another download on how to actually deliver this legacy program and it's going to be so much support for what some people paid for it. Because they got that good deal all because they trust it, you know? And I'm not even going to say what that is right now because I'm going to release this podcast episode before I'm ready to you know, share the details and raise the price. But when I share these next details of what I'm going to be doing for this, the price needs to go up. So if you're listening to this and you've been thinking about it and you want to trust it, um, you can sign up now for like a really cheap price compared to um, what you're going to get out of it. But it's up to you. You can wait too. It's up to you. Either way, it's fine. And that's it. That is all that I wanted to share on this episode. If you really, really enjoyed it, I highly suggest you subscribe to this episode. Um, if you are interested in the Energy of Choice Masterclass that I talked about, as I said, that's free. You can go to heyshadia.com forward slash soul and it will be inside the Soulful Coaching Business Tools. That's my freebie. Um, if you're interested in the legacy program, heyshaded.com forward slash legacy, you can find the information that is available on the legacy program there. And if you're listening to this later than I released it, then either you see all the information at a higher price than what it is right now, or it might've been closed and done. I don't know if it's something that I'll run more often or not, but I'm excited for what it is becoming. All right. So that's it. Much love to you. Peace out and bye-bye.